This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. So the Kotzker Rebbe once said that silence is the most beautiful of all sounds. There is a value in Jewish life to mastering silence. And it's not just our lips that need silencing. Sometimes it's our heads. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. The late great Rabbi Sachs once discussed an etymological wonder in the Hebrew language. You see, Hebrew words have tremendous depth and wisdom. Each letter and each root has significance and weight. And so it is with the word he discusses, the word midbar, which is translated as the desert. So we know that the Torah was given in the desert, an ownerless, barren place of deep silence, a place that engenders humility by its vast open spaces, its vast emptiness. He explains that the word midbar, or desert, the word medaber, the speaker, and the word medubar, that which is spoken, are obviously related. And he references it as follows. In the silence of the midbar, the desert, you can hear the medaber, the speaker, and the medubar that which is spoken. In other words, to hear the voice of God, you need a listening silence in the soul. So what does it mean to have a listening silence in your soul? How do we shut down the clatter and the hum of our busy brains? You know, as a teenager, when I first showed signs of obsessive-compulsive disorder, I had a variety of compulsions and rituals that I could keep fairly private. But as the condition evolved, Some of those rituals involved speech. For example, I would have to ask people to repeat what they said over and over, feeling like I'd somehow missed a syllable, a word, a nuance. That would change everything. And I would lie in bed, obsessing over conversations from days before, wondering how I was going to get to open up the conversation with the person who spoke so I could ask again what they said. And they weren't necessarily important sentences. They could be as simple as, how are you today? But they wedged in some repeat loop in my brain, convincing me that I couldn't have heard it properly, that I had to ask them again and again and again and again what they said. I was stuck in a brain cramp, one of the many different ones, and it paralyzed me. The irony of it all was that the only thing that would still my thoughts about the words people spoke was to actually read words printed on a page. So I devoured books. I read the back of cereal boxes and flyers and signs. And for some reason, when I was reading, I could shut off my compulsive thoughts. So as you can imagine, I spent a great deal of time with my nose in a book. And this was the only self-soothing method that I had that worked. So after years of varying kinds of manifestations of this condition, I finally had a respite from it, and ultimately, as it became more well-known, I found therapy and medication to manage it. Today, 
I am, thank God, practically asymptomatic, but it did give birth to a lifelong need to fill up my brain, to read and to listen and to see and to take in endless stimuli. It had become the rhythm through which I moved through the world. Busy mind, busy eyes, busy body, busy, busy, busy. So the Kotzka Rebbe once said that silence is the most beautiful of all sounds. And the Zohar, which is the basis of the Kabbalah, the mystical revealed teaching of Torah, teaches us that all weeping, which cannot be expressed vocally, is the complete and perfect weeping. There is a value in Jewish life to mastering silence. And it's not just our lips that need silencing. Sometimes it's our heads. Leonardo da Vinci wrote, that nothing strengthens authority so much as silence. So what happens when we can't stay silent long enough, outside voice or in, to hear that voice of God? What can we do to work on that powerful state, that stilling of all external stimuli, so that we can hear that still, small voice inside of us? There is a Jewish practice called hit bodedut, and it is a classical Kabbalistic term for meditation. Rabbi Dov Pinson teaches us that the Hebrew word and the root of that word, hitbodedut, is badad, which literally means to be alone, to detach yourself from noise, to be with yourself. In the more advanced form of this meditation, he writes, hit but a dude is to seclude or separate intellectual everyday consciousness from imagination. This is the practice of being alone and simply being with yourself. So this ancient practice was recommended for spiritual and emotional clarity in a simpler time. There was no Instagram, no Facebook, no text, no WhatsApp pinging all day long to ensure that we never have to be alone. And this was before the radio and the television and Netflix and Starbucks and the mall and any other diversions that we self-soothe with today. So if we needed it then, can you imagine how desperately we need this practice today? Rebbe Nachman taught that the best place for hit bodedut is in the forest or the fields. He said, when a person meditates in the fields, all the grasses join in his prayer and increase its effectiveness and power. He also suggested practicing hitbodedut in the middle of the night or during the day. One must speak to God as you understand God in your own language and speak and share every problem concerning feeling and thought. Nothing is off the table. Nothing is too small and nothing is off limits. This is meant to unburden the brain and to create a relationship with your creator. Rebbe Nachman also advised that if you can't find the words, that you can say just one word over and over again, like a mantra, and that this practice will lead to a breakthrough and that the Almighty will assist and help you find the words. This practice will feel foreign, as all new practices do. But taking baby steps towards meditation and imagination will help us deal with the many competing distractions that take us far, far away from our true selves and allow us to reclaim silence as both a trait and a state. 
this week. Can you begin to claim a few minutes a day of disconnection? No reading, no music, no scrolling, nothing but silence. And if you're up to it, a word or two in your own words to your creator. Because when we can achieve a desert state, you're more open, more receptive, and humbler. And who among us couldn't use a bit of that? Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.